I think the peop- there's a wonderful straightforward warmth about people here, you know, that that just binds everybody together. And it helped me, right, coming in as an outsider. I mean, yes, I was in the orchestra, but I had come here then six or eight times a year to play, and I didn't really meet the audience, right? But they welcomed me right away. And because it's such a tight-knit community, many people of whom have known each other since they went to college mm-hmm. together, then they started businesses, and then they've lived through all this growth, um, they can kind of plug you in, and you feel like family very quickly. Hi, and good morning, good afternoon, wherever you happen to be, and welcome to another What's Up podcast. My name is Becca Martin-Brown. I'm the features editor for the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette, and I would say that I'm pleased to have Matt Heron in the studio with me, but I'm sad to have Matt Heron in the studio with me. He is the executive director of SONA, but what we're going to talk about is the fact that he is going back to his home state of Pennsylvania at the end of this season. Hey, Matt. Hey, Becca. Are you sad? Are you happy? Are you all? Yeah. All of the above. Um, Oh, boy. It's been an amazing six years here. That's for sure. It's gone so fast. I I feel like we barely met in 2014, and I remember that interaction, and now it's now. Um, We've accomplished a lot. Northwest Arkansas has grown. Sona has grown with it. And uh, after being away from the area that I grew up in for, well, since... To do what I do, um, surrounded by family. You're going back to the Harrisburg Symphony, which I understand you played in before Juilliard. That's right, and sort of during Juilliard and right after. They draw a lot of players because of their location from New York, Philadelphia, and D.C., and I was one of the New York people that would slip down on the Amtrak train, uh, or maybe in a carpool, um, to play. And so it's it's nice when I was there uh, not long ago for an interview, it was What? Okay, when I go back to my hometown in Kansas, mm-hmm. I'm looking over my shoulder all the time, hoping somebody doesn't take me prisoner and make me stay there. Yes. Now, why is that? I mean, I understand. But Cause why? Because I, I was a funky little round kid. Okay. You know, a theater kid and yeah, and a dork and a geek and all those things. <laughs> I'm assuming that going back to Pennsylvania doesn't mm-hmm. have that effect on you. Uh, I don't think so. Um, how do I? Man, that's a funny. How do, wow. <laughs> I think I've grown up and I can I can hopefully protect myself from the people that want to keep me prisoner or whatever. I don't know. It's it's fun to go back and approach it from as an adult. You know, as an adult. Yeah. I guess I'm an adult now. How did that happen? I don't know. Okay. It happens overnight and nobody understands it. it. No, nobody prepared me for this. Now you're going home to mom and dad sort of. Sort of. They will be about an hour away, 45 minutes depending on where we actually land. And that'll be fun. I guess they're probably yeah. in their 70s. They've just entered their 70s not long ago. If they're listening, they I think that's the best answer for them to hear. <laughs> yes? Yes. Mm-hmm. And so and they're I, delighted. Are you their only child? I am the only one. So uh, are you kidding me? They're delighted. They're delighted. And yeah. they get you and your partner, which is even better. That's better. Two for the price of one. <laughs> <laughs> It'll yes. be fun. Yeah. But you're giving up a wonderful home in Prairie Grove that we just talked about a little bit before we started this. Two and a half acres in Prairie Grove. Two and a half acres of trees on a dirt road with chickens and cats and a dog. The dog will go with us. The cats stay to protect the house. They are 
mousers, you mm. know. So they so go to the new people. They go to the new people. They they what do you call it when you uh transfer what do you call it? They convey with yes, the house. They convey yes. With the, house. the cats convey. Uh, no, it's been great. Um, we've been there for three or three and a half years, and it's a wonderful. I mean, I'm probably talking to people that know Prairie Grove, but it, it's it's a really handy little town that's close enough to here that has everything you need. It cost me a fortune to live there because I'd be in the antique shops and the flea markets there all is the that. time. That's a trap. Yes, it'd that's kill what me. We're known for it. Yeah. So, what is Harrisburg like? Mm-hmm. How big is it? Where where do you intend to try to land? Will you try to get out in the country? Oh, we'd like to be in the country uh, to sort of replicate what we have here. The city itself, which is the capital, is largely um, uh, that's how its main function, right? So everyone comes and sort of works nine to five or eight to five or whatever, and then not as many people live there. I think the population is maybe fifty or sixty thousand oh, of the city itself. Wow! But the MSA is about five hundred thousand, mm-hmm. so it'll feel like here. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of, we're not far from sort of the hub of Amish country, right? And and old Pennsylvania. So there's a lot of farmland, um, and a lot of shopping opportunities, shopping opportunities and rolling hills and stuff. And I think we've been looking, uh, I don't know when this will air, but at the moment we've been looking sort of nonstop for houses, which is just this strange obsession that you get into, right? Oh yeah. Especially if you're not able to just sort of drop in and see one. Yeah. So you look online. And look um, online. And look, look online. online. And keep scrolling, like, to see if the next thing will pop. Um, but there's, there's, uh, there are similar situations, like, a, I wouldn't call it a farmette, but, like, a little house with land around it, with a little land around it, um, within 15, 20 miles. Oh, good. You so know, you, so can, you may get to have the chickens. Yeah. I assume they will convey here, but you'll have to start anew. That's right. One does right. not travel with chickens. Not, no, I think it's prohibitively complicated and expensive to travel. <laughs> um, although I'm sure there are people in this area who know how to ship chickens, just not chickens of our caliber. It sounds, yes. Yeah, call the Tyson people and find out if they know. <laughs> Can you ship some Can chickens send, to yeah. Harrisburg? I bet John would right. do that for you. Well, this will be, I mean, I think that's part of the reapproach to the area, right? Because when I left, I was all about going to Juilliard and being a Manhattanite, mm-hmm. and I was, and I wore black all the time, and I was, you know, so <laughs> urban. And now I live <laughs> Isn't it on funny a dirt how that road. Could... Yeah, and so I'm sort of bringing that new layer of whatever we call it. Um, See, I never learned to cook because I was going to live in New York City. Oh, yeah. And I you thought I was going to gonna eat at at a luncheonette thing like sure. in the Doris Day movie. Yes, so I didn't okay. need to know how to cook. And, okay, when, what and happened? So, um, Did you live in New York? No, I, I never made it to oh, New York. I, I came okay. here to go to college and okay. stayed. Mm-hmm. So this was my big, now it keeps growing, so it's my big city all the time. Mm-hmm. It is big, right? I mean. Compared to even when you got here. Oh, yeah. Amazing. And did you come before Paul Haas came? No, he was here two, uh, two or three years before I got here. Okay. Yeah. And, I, and I knew him because I played in the orchestra here, and he I knew him from that relationship. Will you get to play in Harrisburg? Oh, I don't. No one wants to hear me play anymore. I haven't practiced oh. for years. Um, I suppose I could force I my way into the back. I don't think cellists ever stop being cellists, do they? <laughs> I do own an instrument that I occasionally that would be so take fun. out of the case. Yeah. I wish I had more time to really sort of keep myself in the shape that I want to be in, you know. Like, I play for fun now, but I wouldn't want anyone to hear it. Maybe that'll change there. Maybe, What yeah. are you proudest of of what's happened here? Because a lot of things have oh, been gosh. accomplished. Wow. 
um, Sona just gets bigger, more people come to concerts. Yeah. So we've, since I've been here, we've added a, a wonderful relationship with the AMP that's not only July 4th. I mean, not to take away from July 4th, that's a huge addition to the community, right? Because mm-hmm. it's such a family-friendly price and people it's a love it. huge event. I mean, I don't know, we get five to 7,000 people a year. And that has been a, a wonderful growth opportunity. Um, in addition, we've done a couple of the Harry Potter movies, three or four, I forget, mm-hmm. honestly, how many of those. There may be a future for something like that because those sorts of experiences, are you can only have at a, at a venue like that, right. right? And that's perfect. That's one of the great um, assets of this area is the AMP. So I'm very proud of how we've sort of just organically mo- moved up to Rogers. Um, and let a whole bunch of people that don't think about yeah. those soundtracks they love being symphonic music, right. duh, are right. symphonic music. You know, I sit there and watch those things, too, and I you get sucked into the story and you think, wait, they're actually playing this. And yeah. I have to remind myself to look down and see that, you know, because it's so seamless and it's it's so difficult so to cool. do that. Yeah. I mean, they have to be absolutely focused all the time. Um, so that's a wonderful, a wonderful uh, addition to Sona's offerings. I'm really proud of the school stuff that we've done and, and anything that we've done for kids like Snowman, which is now mm-hmm. in its... I'm forgetting all my Six data today. Six or seven, we don't care. Six or seven yeah. or the 39th year or something like yeah, that. Yeah, 312. I mean, and it's such a hit, and I cry every show at the end. And it's full every it's time. It's full every time. And then in addition to that, we've done we've done K through 2 programs with Trike Theater. This was when I first got here. Mm-hmm. There was a like a musical play. Uh, we did the Imagine Music program, which was third, fourth, and fifth grade arts integration for several years. We're doing a high school string mentorship program now we're sending musicians to public libraries to do kids program i mean it's there's a lot more that goes on that that people may not encounter but the idea is that we'll have a diverse enough set of offerings that you can get something from us whether or not you you know sign up for the whole package right like if you just want to come and hear beethoven symphony come march 21st to walton arts center at 7 30 right that's what you if you live in Springdale and have children that want to have a bilingual interactive musical experience on a Saturday morning for free for an hour, see us at Springdale Library. Mm-hmm. If you want to celebrate the nation's birthday, come to the with amp. Confetti and fireworks and stuff, come to the amp. Yeah. I love the fact that even the quote unquote traditional concerts. Mm-hmm. You all find a way to make them interactive, to make people not just sit there. Right. The Christmas concert had the whole that audience. Fun? Oh, it was great yeah. fun. Everybody up on their feet, singing Christmas carols, mm-hmm. loving their neighbors. Is mm-hmm. that a is that a conscious thought that you want people to do more than sit? Yes, it is, and I think. This audience has taken to it in just such a natural way. And I have to give credit to Paul. Paul had him at the fight song. He Right. When was that? 2011? That, I mean, his that first was performance. His debut yeah. and everybody, I mean, and the encore was heart. the Razorback fight yep. song. He had him right there. Uh-huh. Came back out in the red right. tux. He had him. Right. And so much of what we do, um, you know, orchestras are nationally connected by the League of American Orchestras. And we have a lot of think tanks and a lot of... Uh, uh, chat rooms and networks and sources of information, right? But 
and there's wonderful data and there are trends and trends in ticket buying and subscription sales and programming and all that. But really all of this, we have we would all agree, I think, from the New York Philharmonic to a, a little rural orchestra that puts on two concerts a year with a $50,000 budget, whatever works for your community, right? It's all individual. Of course, the repertoire, there's this sort of canon of repertoire mm-hmm. and you need a certain number of players and there's a certain setup. But um, it's wonderful to see the variety that goes on um, that encourages people to, um, that's sort of tailored to each community. Right? And, and we totally have that here. Like what, honestly, without any uh, uh, negativity, what we do here is not what happens in Harrisburg. That's fine. It's different. Mm-hmm. It's And that works for them and this works for us. So you get to change what you're listening to when you move. Right, right. And the format is a little bit more traditional, I would mm-hmm. say. It's a bigger hall. Um, the conductor is very well-liked and speaks to the audience a lot. They actually do a talk back after, ah. which, you know, we do a pre-concert mm-hmm. creative conversation. Um, and they do this sort of, uh, you know, he's exhausted. And then people, like 100 <laughs> people come to the front of the stage and they do a Q&A. And that's an interesting perspective. But he's people still like interactive it. like yeah. Paul is. Right, like during the show and stuff, yes. So mm-hmm. how are we doing? We had a conversation. We're going to give up trying to say how many years ago, but you and I had a conversation at some yes. point yes. about orchestras surviving and thriving uh-huh. when some of the big orchestras were not thriving. Right. right. How are we doing in Northwest Arkansas mm-hmm. compared to the rest of the country? I think we're doing exceptionally well. I think a lot of it comes down to scale. We're not, uh, you know, supply and demand. We're not putting on 30 weeks of concerts for a community that can't sustain 30 weeks. of Because since we first met, there's been such an incredible increase in the number of uh, entertainment opportunities and arts offerings around. You can't go to everything. And the, I mean, yes, people are moving in every day, um, but I think we've kept the size right so that it's fun to have full houses. And, and it's maybe fun on, from where I sit to have a few people that can't get in because yeah. they got there at 729 and there were no more seats. So maybe they'll come next time. Um, but we haven't over, we haven't grown too too big too quickly. Now, how many times a year does Sona play at John Brown University? Every We play once every other year. Okay. So 2021. So the one I caught last year was the one. Yes. Until 2021. Right. right. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a great opportunity, oh, too. Oh, it's terrific. People dressed up for that like they were going to a sci-fi convention. Right. <laughs> it was great. There was everything from Texas mm-hmm. in the audience to goth to... It's it a great super. community. And it's a beautiful hall. It is a beautiful hall yeah. with great acoustics. Yes, yeah. What are you going to miss the most? Oh, man. Okay. Well, I'll tell you. I'll start by saying one thing I have missed since I left the East Coast in 2003 when we moved to Kansas from Manhattan, from Manhattan New York. Mm-hmm. You, now, I say this with utmost kindness. You can't get a pretzel. You can't get like a real <laughs> German, Pennsylvania Dutch made pretzel. You can't get them on the Will you send me here. one when you get there? Of course I will. I'll say yes. There's a wonderful pretzel factory that I grew up around the corner from, which, I, yeah, you, you can't find them here. But that's not what you asked. What am I going <laughs> to What am I going to miss? Yeah, but that German Dutch food. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. What's that thing that's, uh, it's like a chicken fried steak. 
Yes. Yeah. yeah, that thing that I can't remember the word for. Do you can you get Ch- those? Oh, there? you mean like a, a schnitzel or something? Yeah. You, of course you can. Oh, oh yes. I'm gonna come visit yeah. you. Shoe fly pie. Do you know what that is? No. It's sort of it's basically molasses on a crust. It's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> so I see the I see gym culture. time being an important part of life in yes, here. It's all about balance. But what am I gonna miss here? I mean I'm gonna miss the 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 sort of the Southern culture, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the crepes at Hugo's. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, I'm gonna if I can do a shout out, I'm gonna miss Vetro lunch at Vetro. Sure. My favorite place. Um, I think the peop- there's a wonderful straightforward warmth about people here. You know that that just uh, binds everybody together, and it helped me right coming in as an outsider. I mean, yes, I was in the orchestra, but I had come here then six or eight times a year to play. And I didn't really meet the audience, right? But they welcomed me right away. And because it's such a tight-knit community, many people of whom have known each other since they went to college mm-hmm. together, then they started businesses, and then they've lived through all this growth, um, they can kind of plug you in, and you feel like family very quickly. And uh, you fit in really uh, quickly. You felt well, like you. you uh, felt like part of home uh, very quickly. I think it goes both ways. I mean, I think everybody made it easy for for me to do that. So what should we look forward to mm. between now and the end of the season? Because we're, we're not shoving you out the door quite no, yet. No, I'm not gone yet. Um, I have a couple of months. March 17th, Spring Gala 2020, which is our sixth annual uh, big fundraising dinner mm-hmm. at Mermaids. And that is at 6.30. We have... I think, I, last count, I, I've got to make sure, we're aiming for 65 silent auction items because it's our 65th anniversary oh. season. So bring your checkbook. Because <laughs> and your it's debit for a good card and your, and your debit card. card, we take all of that. Mm-hmm. Yes, money order, you can, <laughs> whatever. Um, I don't think we do layaway, but I can ask. <laughs> so that's coming up, and that's going to be really fun. And we're honoring Mary and George Benjamin, who mm-hmm. have been just tremendous to all of us in the arts community for since i read their bio recently they moved here in 75 holy cow yeah uh so we have that and then a couple days later is masterworks three with mozart's clarinet concerto on march 21st and beethoven third symphony and we end the season may 20 nope may 2nd sorry um he's doing this all without a note he's doing great thank you uh, May 2nd is pictures in an exhibition. Ooh, I look forward to that one. And actually in between that, uh, May 1st, we'll have a concert. Well, it's a private concert for Springdale students at Springdale High. Excellent. Which is awesome. And I think we're going to be at Prior Center in April with a small group that we Excellent. need to... We, put, we need to put that out on the airwaves soon when that's all finalized. Okay, and we will take care of letting yeah. you know about all that. Thank, thank you, you, as always. Thank you for coming to talk to us. Well, thank you for keeping us in front of everybody and being such a great advocate of, of the whole arts community. Well, it is I where mean, my heart lives. Although oh, the pretzels sound awfully good. That may be, we got to talk. I'll send you some air. pretzels, no question. Okay, yeah. excellent. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me. <laughs>